You sit at a desk. They sit at a desk. You have sales reports. They have book reports. You need supplies. They need supplies. Business is a lot like school. That's why your small business should take advantage of back-to-school deals at Staples. Now, Staples 1-inch 3-ring binders are $1.92. One-subject notebooks are just $0.25, and two-pocket poly folders are just $0.35 each. Make back-to-school your business at Staples. In-store only while supplies last. Offer ends 9-1-18, limit 30. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome, spiritual trailblazers. Tia Johnson here, and I am so excited to be speaking with you. So, as I like to start off each podcast, let's think about something for which we can be grateful because the art of gratitude is something when implemented can make our world magical, can make our world even more of an adventure. And I know that every time I say I'm thankful for something, I feel like I'm sending even more positive positive energy out there into the world, and I feel like even more is coming back to me. <clears throat> sort of like the, you know, what you put out, you get in return. Even though it's not about me thinking, okay, if I say thank you for this and thank you for that and, you know, just constantly it, then I must kiss something in return. No, I understand that it happens. Eventually, it's going to come back around. But I do that because I feel like it's the right thing. And I feel like people need to know that I appreciate them. And I feel like when I am appreciative of situations and other experiences that the universe understands what I'm appreciative of and what I want to see more in my life. Take some time for gratitude today. All right. If you have any questions or comments, there are two ways you can get in touch with me. Actually, actually three. You can always email me. But the two really awesome, really fun, cool ways are through my Instagram page. So you can go to Tia underscore Johnson underscore. You will see an image that states new podcast alert. <laughs> and you can post your questions or comments there. Or you can go to my private Facebook group which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living. So if you want to be a little bit more private, you can post your questions and comments there. It's a wonderful group with spiritual trailblazers like yourself who will respect and honor your questions and comments. They may even answer some for you. All right, so June is beautiful in your skin month. And I really think this is a great time to focus on, you know, being beautiful on a deeper level, okay? It's getting hot outside. It is hot here in Philly. <laughs> All right, so that means less clothes, right? So, and then comes the whole, you know, how do I look in this? Should I be wearing this? So let's start from the root, the base, right? I want us to get comfortable with ourselves, comfortable in our own skin, you know, feeling beautiful, all right? Because beauty means different things to different people. People can find beauty and a flower, and others can find beauty in, in a crack in the pavement for some reason, you know. So uh, just 
just take your time and and figure out what's beauty for you. One story which really changed my perspective on beauty when I was a kid was an interview um, I had heard uh, when where Tupac was getting interviewed, which is why I said the crack in the in the flower. And uh, I remember Tupac saying, "If if a flower were to grow from a crack in the pavement, and it had all the cuts on the petals, you're not going to say, look at all those cuts on the petals. You're going to say, dang, a flower just grew from this crack in the from the pavement. So, you know, it's okay to have a few rips in our petals. We are still beautiful. All right." So before we get into our topic of how to unlock your power and live a sensational life, I want to talk about how I unlock my power because a common uh, um, comment I get is, oh, Tia, you're so empowered. You you don't really care about, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> pardon me, what people say, you know, you really do your own thing. Well, that is kind of true. However, <laughs> I do care what some people think, those stakeholders in my life, the people who truly care about me, okay? And I do care about my reputation, which involves people who don't know me. So that does matter. I always wasn't this empowered, you know, don't care, slightly rebel type of femme fatale. <laughs> you see, today I was very, very um, almost overly concerned about my reputation um, especially when it came to academics. And um, I was the person who was always there for everyone whenever I could be. And when you do that, you become a welcome mat. You do not become a treasured friend. So now that I am 31, I'll be 32 this year. I am a Virgo, so shout out to all my Virgos out there. <laughs> One thing I learned, especially in my 30s, is that uh, – I don't have to engage with people who I don't like for, you know, reasons that include not having manners or they're just um, just not my cup of tea. I don't have to engage with them for the sake of it. One thing I struggle with since I was raised to have manners was that, you know, if I show this person enough manners, maybe they come around. If I give them some time, maybe they'll be okay. Sometimes we are just not going to vibe with certain people, and that's okay. It took me a very long time to understand that. So me being able to unlock my power is to implement boundaries. And for the longest, I would, when I say for the longest, I mean for years. I didn't understand what this word meant when it came to developing relationships because I wanted to be, again, their friend who was there, I'll be your rock, I'll be your line, first line of defense, but that cannot be given to everyone. So <clears throat> I had to understand what boundaries look like. Is it a wall? Is it a barbed wire fence? Like, what does that look like? It looks like when I say no, okay? It looks like me saying no to something, politely declining to attend an event. Um, it looks like me being able to be okay with myself, Okay, I won't have a fear of missing out syndrome. It's me being okay with the decisions I make and not worrying about the other person's feelings all the time. Okay, because there's a polite way to say, no, thank you. You just said it. No, thank you. I'm okay. All right. <clears throat> or if you do have to talk with someone who you really don't care for, you can keep it simple. Keep it neutral. 
and move on. So being able to unlock that, being comfortable with my feelings, putting my feelings first, helped me to live a sensational life, right? So I'm not giving my power away. I'm sustaining my power. And by doing so, I have a lot of energy to focus on living a sensational life. So I want you to think about what's natural for you versus what you love and what you like. And the reason why I have natural versus love versus versus like, it's like a decline, you know, what's natural for you is just is given, right? It's just boom, what you love. Okay. So you may have to put a little bit effort into it to doing something. And then what you like, it's like, you know, I like it. It's okay. What's natural for us, like for me, manners. Okay. Can also set us back. So we had to really think about, okay, this is who I am, but how can I re- reframe this in my later years, right? So, or where I'm at right now, so that way it fits my current mindset, my current beliefs. So when I was a kid, manners were, you know, you didn't tell an adult they were wrong, even if they were wrong. Now I am an adult, so I'm going to tell an adult, you know, that they're wrong, giving a certain circumstance. So as a kid, it's, it's like a blanket statement. No matter what, you don't tell an adult that they're wrong, right? You stay in a child's place, you go in the next room. <clears throat> as an adult, we get to pick and choose. That person was wrong. Should I tell them? Mm, maybe I'll tell them a little bit later. Right now, we're in front of Miss Company. It's not the right place. That person may feel embarrassed. We can just, you know, talk about it later. So, <clears throat> again, what's natural for you? What is your natural power. Another one of my natural powers is that I have the gift of listening to people in their entirety when they tell a story and not judge them. I would analyze the situation, but I wouldn't put my emotion into it. So if you're coming to me and you're saying, oh, Tia, um, I have a crush on two guys. I don't know who I should date. This one is very nice and charming. The other one has a wonderful sense of humor and is a little bit more adventurous. I'm not quite sure. I might say, well, date them both and see what you like. I'm not going to say, oh, well, you shouldn't be liking two people at the same time. What's wrong with you? We are humans trying to figure stuff out every single day. I mean, sometimes I don't even know what I want to eat, (laughs) okay? Let alone think about, okay, you know, how do I handle people? So, it's okay. You know, I will help you figure out situations. Okay. So what is something that's natural for you? And if you need to pause this, get a sheet of paper and draw down some lines, draw columns, natural love and like do so. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Okay. So another natural gift would be if you're an empath. So you can clearly feel, clearly pick up on emotions. Okay. And you do so, you feel this on a deeper level. Think about that for a minute. You you pick up on emotions clearly and on a deeper level. So for you, engaging in conversation with someone is not simple. Okay. You really have to think about how am I going to communicate with this person? Because I know it's not going to be a surface level thing for me. I'm going to feel things on a deeper level. Okay, so what are your natural talents? Okay, these natural things that come to you. Now, shift the gears to what do you love to do? 
What do you love? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. If I don't do this a couple of times a week, a couple of times a month, I'm going to get cranky. Right? What is something you love to do? Think about entrepreneurship. You have to love being an entrepreneur because if you don't have that passion behind it, that fire, even during the time where you get frustrated and you think, you know what, should I just quit? Uh, should I recalibrate things? I don't know what to do. I, I'm really lost. Besides all that, you have to love being an entrepreneur because that environment is so hostile. I cannot begin to explain it to you. I mean, think about the money you spend or the loans you take out, the people who you have to connect with, the things you have to do, these little nuances, everything, some things that you don't even imagine pops up and you're just like, really, one more thing? You want to cross all your T's, you want to dot all your I's, and still more things pop up. You miss a comma. (laughs) Okay, so what are the things you love to do? This is how we unlock our power. We have to understand this because these things are going to become intertwined. What's natural for you may not necessarily be something you love to do. For example, I have friends who can give readings, okay, but it's, it's natural for them, but they don't do it as often. They're not really in love with that. They like it. It's okay, but that's not really their jam. They'll do it every so often, okay? <clears throat> I have clients who understand intuition. They get these nudges, but they don't dive deeper into some of the other uh, aspects of spirituality. They just they like learning about trusting their, their gut instinct, okay? While other clients love getting in deeper into the woo-woo, some of them, ah, that's okay. I just want to understand my superpower, my intuition, okay? So they may not be in the crystals, <clears throat> but they're into their feelings. They're into Reiki. It varies from person to person, okay? That's natural for them. Other people, they love their, their natural talents and gifts and things like that. Other people just like, it's okay, you know, that may be number three on their list. All right, so what do you love? You have to know this, and you have to be able to distinguish the things you love from the things you like, okay? <clears throat> Again, because in order for us to unlock our power, we really have to be able to stand in our power. Think about people who are leaders, you know, in any aspect, whether you are a team captain or you are a prime minister. Think about this. That is a lot of responsibility, and it all falls on your shoulders. So we can't just turn a key and open a door and think everything's going to be okay. There's so much more involved. So we really have to understand the things that we love because we're going to have to stand up for it. I guarantee you one day someone is going to question your stance, whether they are um, curious, They might ask you, why do you love doing that? Or they may have a a mal a bad intent. They may try to challenge your belief, and you have to stand for it. So you really have to be comfortable, be comfortable in your skin, be beautiful in your skin, you know, do it gracefully, unless the gloves do have to come off, which happens from time to time when you have to let people know. But you really have to hone in on this so you can stand your ground. You, you're going to have to, you will, I'm telling you, someone sometime will be questioning you on the things you do, 
the good and the bad, okay? So as long as you understand the things that you love, you can defend what you love, okay? You can stand for what you love. You can hang in there for what you love. You have that endurance for what you love. And that's how you unlock your power. Next is, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? What's something you like to do when you have a little bit of downtime, you're, you're just scrolling through something or searching? What I like to do is play word puzzles or, um, or the little games on my iPhone. So what I like to do is I have some downtime. I'll mess, I message my brother some games. On, on the iPhone, you can um, play games between you and someone else who has an iPhone. It's what I like to do. I don't love it. If I don't play it for a little while, I don't get bothered, okay? It's like, oh, I haven't played that game in a little while. I have a little downtime. I'm waiting at the doctor's office. Let me start a game. You see what I did there? I won't miss it. I like it. It's okay. If I don't do it for a little bit, for a little while, nothing happens. Things that I love to do, like having dinner with my close friends who are now family, if I don't do that, Throughout the month, I'm upset. I will miss them, okay? I'll become upset. I'm like, what's going on? I mean, not that they would skip out on dinner, but what I'm saying is if I didn't meet up with my friends some sometimes throughout the week or throughout the month, I would feel that emptiness. I would feel that, that, that missing, that longing. Like, oh, man, I haven't seen you in, like, two weeks. What's going on? You know, that's different from a phone call or a text message. I mean, like, physically – being in that person's presence. That's what I love to do, getting drinks with my friends, going out to dinner with my friends, traveling with them. That's what I love to do. And if I don't do that, I don't feel whole. Like, oh, my gosh. Well, I take that back. I do feel whole, but I feel like something's missing, if that makes sense. Because you are complete, but, you know, you add stuff into your life that makes it even better. So, that's the stuff I love to do. And there's power when I'm connecting with people who are, are at the same vibration or higher, right? My friends challenge me to do better, okay? They support me when I need it, okay? That's my power. They add to my power, okay? That vibe, that community that we built, there's power in that. Now, a game on my phone there's, there, there isn't much power in that, right? I'm unlocking my power by understanding what it actually is, and playing a game on my phone is not it, <laughs> okay? I won't miss it. It's something to pass the time when I have a little bit of downtime. And then when my brother comes over, of course, that's completely different. But, again, these little little spaces of time, you know, waiting at the doctor's office, um, standing in line when I go to pay for something, things like that. You know, maybe it's late at night and I'm winding down. I'm just like, oh, let me just play this and I'll be okay. That's what I like to do. Being able to define these will help me live a sensational life, will help us to live a sensational life because it won't get crossed. Okay. And this can even transfer over to dealing with people. Who do you like to hang out with? Okay. So you're not hanging out with people for the sake of hanging out with them. So you don't feel obligated to hang out with someone because they helped you that one time five years ago, okay? This is all about defining how things fit in your life. How are things, how are people adding value to your life, okay? 
And if they are adding value, that's great. We don't even have to worry about the scale of how they're adding value because everyone does things differently. I have some friends who I go to the art museum with, and some of my other friends aren't into art like that. That's okay. Other friends I go to concerts with. Some other friends, they could care less about going to a concert. That's fine. We're not scaling the value. We are just talking about who or what adds value and who or what does not add value. Okay? So now that we unlocked our power by understanding our natural gifts, things that's just innate. We don't have to put too much effort into it, but we do practice to refine it. And also we tweak it a little bit. As I was saying earlier, you know, the mindset, having manners, that's just natural for me, but I have to tweak it. Now, as a child, again, all adults are right. You don't, you know, correct an adult, you're a child. Now I am an adult. I correct other adults sometimes. You know, again, it depends. You know, I'm not, uh, oh, you're wrong and you're wrong and you're wrong. I don't do that because I'm wrong too. <laughs> all right. So I don't overdo it. Next. <clears throat> Living a sensational life. Several things. We have to think, who are we? Right? Who are you? Who am I? This is a common question that gets asked, especially in the spiritual community and in first-year entrepreneurs. Who am I to be hosting a webinar? Who am I to be speaking in front of people? Who am I to do this? It's been done before. Well, you're unique, number one. Number two, because you are unique, no one has the vibe that you have. It may seem similar to some aspects uh, to other people. For example, if you're a cook and I'm a cook, we're going to have some similar things like our lingo. You're going to know what to say when we are in the kitchen. For example, when I watch, um, well, practically all the Chef Ramsay's uh, shows, my mom absolutely loves him. Okay, one thing I learned is that when you're in the kitchen, you don't say watch out, you say behind, behind, because, you know, you're behind someone with a hot plate. I mean, I wouldn't say watch out anyway. I would probably say excuse me. <laughs> but you say behind, behind. So that would be a common thing among chefs. So, again, if I was a chef, you're a chef, we're cooking, we're in the kitchen, we're going to say common words like that. So there will be some similarities. That's natural because we're in the same realm of cooking. However... No one's going to have your flair. I mean, we will not see another Chef Ramsay for probably another 100 years, and there probably will be him reincarnated. (laughs) Okay, so don't worry about the person who you think you favor, okay? Because there are going to be people who we admire, and we want to pick up on that anyway, whether it's hand movements, the way we talk, especially if we get trained by a prominent person or anybody. Say you got trained by, and I'm making up names here, say uh, uh, Samantha Jones teaches you how to speak, okay? Stance, your posture, um, the pace at which you talk, uh, how you tell your stories, and suppose she, Samantha, teaches five other people. Well, you guys are going to be similar. And a person has a really good eye can say, oh, I know who taught you. She teaches very well. She knows how to get people to speak, to captivate the audience. So don't worry about that. What I do want you to think about is 
how you will leave an imprint in what you do. Part of being beautiful in your own skin, getting comfortable, you know, being able to spend time by yourself and not feel like you need another person there is understanding who you are. You know, how do you define yourself? And it's so interesting because I see interviews where people say, oh, I'm a free spirit. Uh, I can't be defined. That's well and good for that person. But if you told that to 14-year-old Tia, I would probably tell you to get out of my face because I don't even know what that means. I need to define myself in some way. And if defining myself is saying, well, okay, I can't be defined because I am just so unique and, you know, so different. Okay, but I still need to understand what exactly does that mean? Does that mean that you live by your own rules? Does that mean that you tried living by the, 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 the rules and it didn't work? Like, what does that mean? As I said earlier, what does boundaries mean? What does that look like? I don't want some of these words and phrases to become so common that we lose sight of what they really are. Sort of like when people say, oh, this is a movement, not a hashtag. <laughs> okay. It's just like, all right, you are undefiable. Okay. I think I heard that one time in algebra class that that can be defined, but what does that mean for you? So who are you? How do you want to define yourself? Because guess what? Your reputation, who you are, your vibe is going to precede you. And I know that's a cliche, your reputation precedes you, but it's true. Before you step into a room, okay, your vibe is already out there. Before you step into the into a room, someone already announced you to someone. Okay? Oh, my friend John's coming over. He's a cool guy. He uh he does lacrosse too, you know, blah, blah, blah. They'll put in a good word for you or they just talk you up so people get comfortable, you know, know, like, and trust you a little bit before you get in, in there. Oh, yeah, you know, Karen's a cool girl. You know, she, she likes to paint, you know, drink wine. I want a kayaking trip with her. She, she's pretty decent. Or David is a real jerk. I mean, I don't know why my cousin keeps inviting him to these parties. You know, I don't know. They got this thing where they play soccer on the weekends. He seemed like he's okay during that time, but I really don't like him. He's been a jerk to me. He's been a jerk to my friend. You know, my dog doesn't even like him. My dog will not go to him. He keeps calling for my dog, but my dog won't go over to him. I wish my cousin would stop bringing him to these parties. So it's like that. And so you have to figure out who are you. So that way you can live that sensational life. You know your power. You know what you love, what you like, what's natural for you. So you can take your stance. So you can respect your time before anybody else respects your time, right? Because what you put out there, people want to pick up on. If you are a really laid back person, you're like, hey, look, I'm just a laid back person. Nothing really phases me. What's going to happen is people are going to say, oh, okay, we can do this, this, and this, you know, because, again, Jack won't mind because he's real laid back. Who cares? As opposed to someone who's just like, no, I really need you to respect my time because I have a lot of stuff to do. You know, I'm not saying that you aren't important, but just know that I also have other things that need to get done. You know, so people will treat you differently. Like, oh, you know what? We can't really mess around with um, Susan's time because she has stuff to do. So we got to be respectful of that. All right. It's all about how you want to define yourself. So when you put that vibe out there, people will also mirror that. Okay. 
Next, who are the people around you? This is a big one. And I was just talking about this earlier uh, today because there are two things that happen when you hang around certain people. You either realize it or you don't. You become the people who you hang around in a certain way or you figure out they're not your cup of tea and you leave. And yes, the saying is true. You are the average of the people who you hang around. But what happens is sometimes you don't realize it. That's the thing. So I, I knew a girl who she was, she was in school. You know, she was on track to being where she wanted to be, you know, her plans. But she met a guy and I had said to myself, okay, there's only one or two things going to happen. Either she's going to leave the guy who wasn't really uh, being as productive. He just, he wasn't. She's either going to leave the guy and continue her studies or she's going to leave school and be with the guy. And so she left school and she ended up being with the guy. And I almost didn't recognize her when I saw her. She looked so different, so different. And I was just so used to seeing someone who was uh, very aware of how they looked, um, very studious. So she probably didn't realize that in the beginning, that she was slowly taking steps backwards. And maybe now she's comfortable with that life. But what I'm saying is we change depending on who we hang out with. So if you're hanging out with people who are constantly challenging themselves to do better, like I'm going to the gym, I'm going to go to this uh, conference so I can learn uh, how to speak better, I'm going to go to this conference to learn about uh, the the new um, technology that's going to happen in the medical field. You know, I'm going here, I'm going there. And if you're in that circle, like, yeah, all right, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to learn that too. I'm going to do this. Or you're with someone that's like, hey, you know what? Today is going to be a spa day. I'm going to get special treatment. I'm going to take care of my body. Like, you know what? That sounds good. I need to take care of my body too. Now, that's what happens. It's not that you're following them. It's that you're, you're riding that vibe with them, okay, as opposed to people who don't care about their body, who don't care about challenging themselves and learning more. And I understand that people have different lives, but we have to understand that we can be great in our own realm. Okay. I'm not saying that you have to do something on an international large super duper scale. Some people are meant for their greatness to be in a local community, keeping the youth in track, you know, helping them get to where they want to be, a technical school, college, starting on business from high school, whatever the case may be. You may be that person to mentor that area. You know, and everyone respects you and people love you and you're doing great things for your community. That's great. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who slide backwards and don't realize it. And then they feel like they can't get out of it because like, oh, I'm so far deep in this. I'm too old. I can't change now. Think about who you hang around. Okay. You really have to be conscious of this because if you don't, you will slowly morph into something that you probably are going to regret later in life. I also want you to think, what are your needs and wants? And that you have to be okay with that. For example, and you'll see this on my Instagram page, um, I got a wonderful, beautiful, sexy wig. Okay, it's like a beautiful hunter green color. It's like a bob and it flare. It like um, flips up at the end and people stop me. 
the other day, a lady was driving her car. She stopped and she go beep beep. She peeped on. She said, "Excuse me, miss, what color is your hair?" And I just I laughed and I said, "It's a wig." And my mom goes, "Why would you tell her it's a wig?" And, and I said, "Because I don't want her to go to a hair salon and try to explain to um, the hairstylist what she wants, and it's not even a color that I can really tell her because I purchased it. <laughs> so it came in a box. I don't want this lady to go." to a hair salon spend a lot of money because of course like her hair has to be a different color first then they'll make it that green and you know I, I didn't want to set her up like that so I told her where I, I purchased the wig what I'm saying is I wanted to wear something fun on the weekends when I was my friends and I'm okay with that right because I unlock my power my power of creativity and what I love to do which is to try different hair colors you know, to do this on the weekend with my friends and see, you know, how it goes. Do I like it? Does it fit well? I don't know. That's what I love to do. And if I can't express myself, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm going to be bitter. You know, I feel like someone's chaining me to the ground. All right. So I'm okay with that. I wanted to get it. Actually, I need it to express myself. And I wanted to do that via getting a nice color wig. And it is it is awesome. I'm telling you guys, it's amazing. So what I'm saying is you have to be okay with that because I know who I am. I'm a highly creative person. You know, I love to try different things. And I can defend that. So if someone doesn't like it, I would tell them, well, that's your opinion. And until you start paying for me to get my hair done, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay? But I can say that with the utmost respect and love because I'm confident in myself because I had that boundary where I'm not going to care about someone else's feelings more than I care about my own. That person is not going to make me happy. I'm going to make myself happy. So think about your needs and wants, and I want you to be okay with that. It's okay if you want to spend a day to do nothing. All right. Some people feel guilty about that. Like, oh, I got to do something. It's one day. It is one day. One day. And some people say, well, I have kids, but I want to tell you something. I am, is me and, so my brother has several of his close friends who I also consider my brother, brothers. But it's just really me and my brother, and I'm the oldest. I used to babysit kids with my grandmother. I used to volunteer at a daycare center. I, I am like a second parent in some ways, okay? So what I always do is I talk to children, and I always say, you know, I just need a little bit of time. So whenever I have my niece, okay, on the weekends and I go to the gym, I get up early and I just say, Harmony, I'm going to the gym. I'll be back. I'm only going to be there for a couple of hours, okay? And she'll, she'll look sad and she said, okay, are you coming right back? I say, yeah, honey, I'm coming right back. I just had this conversation with her, okay? And it works. <laughs> so I let her use the iPad. I do monitor her time on iPad so her whole day is not filled with YouTube and kids Netflix but I just explained it to her so for those mompreneurs out there or you know moms who are listening and you're busy try having a conversation all right let me know how that works I also want to tell you that it's okay to embrace your needs and wants and stick to it. You can always be flexible if you need it. You know, if you can't make it to the gym that one day and you be going every other day because of something and you go the next day or, you know, you can't go the next day but the day after, that's okay. All right, no harm, no foul there. 
but I don't want you to inconvenience yourself to a point where you feel like you're, you're, you are losing yourself, where you're making sure everyone else is okay, you put everyone needs in once before your own, and you're slowly suffering. And it's like you're watching everyone else enjoy themselves, especially if you're on social media, because, you know, that's where you're really going to see people enjoying themselves. And you're thinking, gosh, when is it going to be my turn? Okay. Take a deep breath. And I want you to say this with me. I will always make time for myself. Again, I will always make time for myself. Take a deep breath. Release. I will always make time for myself. There are seven days in a week, 24 hours each day. You can find some time. If you can do this and work your way up to maybe from a few moments to a couple of hours, I'm not saying you have to have 10 hours a day to yourself, maybe three hours tops. Maybe maybe all you can spare is an hour. And maybe that hour is spent in the bathtub, spent in the bathtub, you know, just soaking up the aroma, you know, just relaxing. Fine. That's great. But I don't want you to apologize for implementing your needs and wants. Some people feel so guilty to do this, and I don't understand it. How can you be a highly functioning, highly performing adult if you don't spend time on yourself, if you don't spend money on yourself? I was at Sephora a few weeks ago, and I was buying uh, face cleansers. And to give you some background info, guys, I'm pretty sure I said it in a previous podcast, I had so much acne on my face when I was a kid. You could have played connected dots, okay? And I have tried everything under the sun, from retinol, was it retinol? Retinol from that to uh, proactive to uh, creams to Claricel. They work to some extent, but my skin is really sensitive. So I had to change it, you know, and then I'm going through so many changes just from, a preteen to a teen to a young adult that, you know, I, I use it all at different stage, but it wasn't sustainable for me. I finally found products that, so I'm in Sephora and going to Sephora, something really magical happens. You go in with the intent to buy one thing you need and you figure you're going to spend a, you know, a couple of bucks and you end up spending $200. It's magical. I don't know how it happens. There's many memes and, and uh, little uh, videos that show exactly what happens, and it's true. It's, it's like, I don't know, some kind of magic. But anyway, <laughs> I ended up spending $150. So I had some face, I had a face cleanser, a mask, the illuminating black mask, and something else. So I'm telling the guy, I was like, oh, man, I can't be going to spend this much money on face cleansing products. And he goes, honey, at least you're spending on cleansing your face. You're working from on the inside. Some people come in here and only spend it on foundation. And I thought, you know what? He's right. Here I am feeling guilty about taking care of myself. I actually found products that had been working over time very well, and I'm slowly beating myself up a little little bit. So that was a lesson that I learned. I had to snap myself back 
to my reality and, and say, look, Tia, you really did try a lot of products over the years. I'm talking about from the age of, what, like about 13 to now 31. I tried a lot of products over the years, and I finally found a combination that works. So, again, I, I can't think about, oh, I just spent this money. I tried the good stuff, the bad stuff. You want to call it bad? I mean, like, like the, the expensive, the cheap, you know, the drugstore kind, the over-the-counter, different store kind. I tried a lot. So what I'm saying is don't feel bad about it. Don't apologize for it. It works for you. And I'll tell you another story. My one friend, <laughs> he always makes fun of me about the m- amount of money I spend going to the gym. But my gym just isn't a gym. It is a sporting club. So they do lots of cool things, like the laundry, for example. I have a permanent locker. That's a huge convenience for me, which leads me to the final point here, and really back into what I was saying earlier. Do not inconvenience yourself for other people, okay? I am not going to change my gym membership because he thinks I'm paying too much. It works for who? Moi, me, okay? And I can respectfully and lovingly stand my ground because I found and unlocked my power, which is implementing boundaries, being able to understand that this is how I can also be creative by sculpting my body the way I want, lifting weights that I want to lift, doing exercises that I want to do so I can express myself. Like, this is how I want to look, okay? You don't have to thoroughly explain yourself to people, this is about being beautiful in your skin. I feel comfortable. I feel beautiful when I am working out. And I know I have a mean mug on my face <laughs> with my earphones in my ear, and I'm walking around feeling mighty because I'm wearing an Under Armour shirt. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, don't talk to me because I just live weights. I'm strong now. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. But just, you know, bringing it back here for a moment, He's it's all in, in good jokes. To him, he's just like, you know, I just go to the gym and I do a couple of things and I leave. For me, it's more of an experience. So I had to think about that. Like, this is why it works for me. And that's what I want you to think about. Okay. People will always say something, whether they mean it jokingly, as I was saying earlier. Like, there are people going to ask you questions about why you do what you do in a loving way, a curious way. Then there are other people who just do because, you know, they're mad. They want to do what you're doing or they want to do what they wanted to do, but they're not. And they see you doing what you want to do. And it looks like, well, what about me? So bringing it back to beautiful in your own skin and how does this fall into the whole unlocking your power so you can live a sensational life. When you are comfortable with yourself, when you are able to make decisions for yourself, and you believe in those decisions, even if it doesn't work out and you have to regroup, that's okay. It doesn't matter. We make mistakes, okay? Sometimes those external factors kick in and, you know, we've got to go back to square one. That's fine. As long as we are comfortable with who we are, that's our starting point, being comfortable with who we are, We can stand our ground without yelling at people. We can stand our ground without cussing at people. We can stand our ground without getting so emotional that we lose 
our 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 composure that we lose how we were uh able to express ourselves from the beginning. Because you feel like you gotta defend yourself hardcore, right? Like, oh how dare this person you know, ah right? We got we gotta defend ourselves as opposed to Man, I'm sorry you feel that way, but this is who I am. So you don't like it, you know, you don't have to be involved. That's completely different from just going hardcore on somebody because you feel like that you have to defend yourself beyond belief. You already are on the defense because you have your boundaries up. You understand that you're not everyone's cup of tea. You understand that some things are just not going to work out. You already know that because you know who you are. You know the people who you hang around. You unlock your power. You know what's natural for you, what you love, and what you like, and you don't get it crossed, right? As I said earlier, what's natural for you may not necessarily be something that you love. Maybe you can naturally uh, dress people, you know, like, oh, use that accessory, use that accessory. You know, that color looks great on you. It comes natural to you, but you may not really care for it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's nice, but I really love to write, or I really love to Sing. That's just something I do. Okay. Understand that. Understand that you have that special vibe. You have the right to feel comfortable in your skin. You have the right to be beautiful. You know, you you have that right. And beauty can be defined in many ways. Many ways. So don't get caught up in one stance about beauty. And know that it's okay to do you. It is okay to live your life. You're not hurting anybody. It works for you. And you do not need to inconvenience yourself from, for anybody. If people aren't any value in, in your life, they don't have a say. Okay? If situations are not any value in your life, you need to leave. Because we are only getting older. We spend way more time being adults than carefree kids. And some people have the luxury of being a carefree kid. So, you know, don't waste time. It is truly amazing how time flies. I mean, really, I still cannot believe that my brother is, oh, he will be 23. That's just crazy. That's really, really crazy. Some of his friends just graduated from Temple. I'm just like, I used to babysit you. You're how old? You're doing what? You have a girlfriend? Are you serious? What? So (laughs) keep that in mind, guys. And this does happen over time. One thing to this day I am still um, wrestling with is patience, okay? I am not the most patient person in the world. I want things to happen yesterday. If I put something out there, I expect it to be returned to me by 5 o'clock, you know, close of business, <laughs> okay? But, you know, time and time again, the universe just says, okay, Tia, have patience. You did everything you're supposed to do. Have patience. You're doing the things you're doing now so you can get to places. Have patience. So that's the message I'm going to give to you today. Out of all this, you know, defining who you are, thinking about the people who you hang around, how these situations and people are adding value into your life, understand your needs and wants and don't apologize for them. You know, what are your natural gifts? What do you love? What do you like? All of that. That comes within time. Maybe you don't know what you love. I don't expect you to solve this within an hour if you're just like, see, I really don't know what I love to do. That's okay. Guess what? You can press pause and come back. You can meditate on it come back. You can ask people around you, hey, what do you think I love to do? What do you see me do time and time again that you see me enjoying or something like that? All right. 
this isn't for you to solve right here, right now. It's for you to think about it, entertain the thought of it, and come back. Really think about that. We are all on this path of learning, and if, any, if everything came really quick and really easy, we really wouldn't be learning much, <laughs> okay? We really would not be learning much at all. So before I end this show, I want to tell you about the Creative Panora Summit FC that I am co-hosting. I would love to see you there because this is going to be a fun, packed, educational summit and also my birthday is August 31st, so we will be celebrating my birthday. Creative Panora Summit Etsy, Expand Your Brand for Authors, Speakers, and Live Streamers, is a five-day cruise to the Bahamas. We are leaving August 28th and returning September 1st. We are leaving out of the Port of Miami, going to Nassau, Coco Cay, Florida Keys, and then back to Miami. Day one is a meet and greet, <clears throat> so we are putting a name to a face. We're just introducing you to the panelists, to each other. Day two is build your own speakers platform and elevator pitch competition. So we are helping speakers. If you feel like you had a plateau or if you're an aspiring speaker, this is the place for you. And of course, your elevator pitch is really that couple of seconds you, you give people to ascertain whether or not they want to do business with you. If they like you, they can recommend you to someone. Uh, day three is a productive breakfast meet. So we will be in the Bahamas by this time. We'll be on doc. So <clears throat> we're going to talk during uh, breakfast time, and then we're off to the Bahamas. Day four is build your live streaming universe, or build your live streaming universe. So uh, we, my co-host, Candy Condon, and the panelists are going to help you to capitalize and get comfortable with live streaming, and also authors roundtable and competitions. So we're going to help authors uh, learn about the self-publishing process, marketing, what you do beforehand and after. And there's that. that's it. That's a wrap. So we have you for a couple of hours in the morning, and then you can enjoy the cruise, which is the Royal Caribbean, Enchantment of the Seas, Entertainment, and all that jazz. If you want to come, uh, send an email to summitcruise at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a panelist, let me know. We have a couple of seats left there. And, of course, you can always just send me an email at tia at tiamariejohnson.com. All right, guys. So thanks again for listening. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate on iTunes. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.